Good evening, everyone. This is Melinda Russell with Racing Girls Rock Podcast. We are sponsored by the International Women's Motorsports Association and Send Out Cards. If you'd like to know more about either one of those, you can reach out to me on Facebook, on our Facebook page, or you can go to iwmanation.com, and that's our website, and you can find out more about that there as well. So tonight, we are very pleased to have Sarah with us. Sarah lives in Glendale, Arizona, a, a community I'm pretty familiar with since one of my daughters lives there. So I was excited to see that Sarah lives in Arizona. It's only 108 degrees there today, the day that we're recording this. So I'm glad I'm in Michigan and, and not in Glendale today, Sarah. That's, <laughs> that's a little bit warm for September. <laughs> So why don't you, um, Sarah Houston, I'm sorry, I didn't say your last name, did I? So why don't you start by telling us a little bit about yourself, your family, do you have any pets, do you go to school, that kind of thing. Yes, so I'm Sarah, hi everyone. Um, I just turned 18 in June and I grew up in Glendale, Arizona. I'm an only child and I have two dogs. Um, I'm currently going to Grand Canyon University and studying sports and performance psychology. Um, it's definitely a big new chapter in my life. I'm super excited about that. Okay, so tell me, when you graduate with that kind of a degree, what, what job are you looking to have? What would you be doing? Uh, I'm actually looking to be working with other athletes um, to work with some mental blocks and anything they may have that prevents them from performing their best. So that's what I'm looking into right now. Oh, that's very interesting. Is that a fairly new career or has it been around for a while? Um, it's becoming more popular. It is still a little bit new, but um, more and more athletes are utilizing that. So mm -hmm. I'm excited to see where that goes in the next four years in my schooling to see what kind of careers are out there. Yeah, that sounds very interesting. So. Um, I'm going to have to hook you up with my son-in-law. He's a baseball coach, pitching coach. He's very successful uh, young man. He's, uh, he coaches pitching for baseball, but um, he kind of does a little bit of that with his athletes as far as kind of mind over matter and that kind of thing gets them into the right frame of mind. So that's interesting. I'm going to connect the two of you. <laughs> very nice. Thank you. Yeah. So, Sarah, what's your favorite food? Definitely Italian. Anything pasta, I'm all for. <laughs> okay, awesome. You didn't say In-N-Out. See, when I come to Arizona, I want to go to In-N-Out because we don't have that in Michigan. So Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and then do you have anything that, uh, okay, let me start over. I'm going to cut some of this out, Sarah. I got to okay. find my question. Okay. So could you tell me something that most people don't know about you? Um, I'm pretty much an open book. Um, most people don't know that I do love traveling. Um, whether that's with racing or without, I do love traveling. And I'm very close to my family. So doing stuff with them would be my favorite thing to do. Okay. So when you were a kid, did you play with dolls or cars? I played with a little bit of both. I definitely would 
lean more toward the cars. But um, when you're friends with lots of girls and they only want to play dolls, um, I was a little disappointed in that, but I definitely love the cars. Okay. So why don't you start off by telling us how you got started in racing? Did your family race? What did you do first? What kind of cars did you drive and how old were you? That kind of thing. Yeah, so uh, I got into racing from my dad. He used to do it when he was younger. And then I'd always be around the tracks with him and I decided one day I wanted to do it. Um, so I was about seven years old and I was at the go-kart track and I just told my dad I wanted to start. So we got myself a go-kart and the very first day I was hooked. I didn't want to get out of it. Um, we spent a lot of time in the go-karts. Um, I did that until I was about 13 and we practiced about five days a week because we had a track really close to us. So um, that was my whole life and it still is my passion for sure. So when I was 13, I moved to dirt cars and a dwarf car. I did that one for about a year, and then I moved to a mod light um, for two years. And then I just now, uh, last year, switched into a NASCAR pro truck. And this is my first full season in that, and it's going very well. So we're excited for this. That's very, very cool. So what's your race season in Arizona? Because I know I was there. Oh, uh, I can't remember now exactly, but when I was there, it was like I'd missed the last race and then they weren't going to race for a while. So what is your typical race season there? Yeah, so without any snow in Arizona and pretty much good weather all year round, um, our typical season is about late February to um, end of October. And then we have some one-off races um, around Thanksgiving. And then again in January. So you can pretty much find racing all year round. But February to October is the main season. Okay. All right. And so you're racing a truck, but it's still on dirt. Would that be right? This one is on asphalt, actually. Yeah, I didn't mention that. But um, we moved back to the asphalt ovals. Um, so I've done pretty much everything from road course, dirt ovals, mm. asphalt ovals. So this one's still pretty new, but we're getting the hang of it pretty quickly. So what racetrack do you typically race at? Right now we're focused on Tucson Speedway. Um, next year we'd like to go to Irwindale and the Bullring in Vegas. Um, when I was younger, we traveled a lot more with racing, but in Phoenix there's not a whole lot of tracks around, so Tucson's our main one. Okay, I, I wondered because it is hard to find a track and as big as that area is, you'd think there would be more racetracks than there are, but um, I know Tucson has a good track. I haven't been there, but I'll, I'll put that on my list to make sure <laughs> I get there. Yes, it's quite a far drive for us, but we make it as much as we can. Is it about three hours for you to get there? Yeah, about two and a half, yeah. So. Okay. Um, we tend to go in on Fridays and then leave Saturday night after the race. So it can be a long weekend, but we enjoy it. Okay, awesome. So you started when you were seven. So you've had quite a few years of racing experience. Do you have a most memorable moment or um, a favorite, like uh, the moment you're most proud of, something along that line? Yeah, so um, all the wins are definitely memorable. We love those. Um, I would say something most memorable for me, though, is just being at the track with my dad. 
Um, I can remember many times he's out there all day with me, just working on getting faster. Um, always so supportive. And then my mom's always there by her side. Um, I really love thinking back on those memories that we're out there together in the heat of the day, just <laughs> doing what we love. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So when you were seven, your dad had been racing. So what did your, how did your mom feel about you racing? And then now that you're in a truck, that's even a little bit more to handle. How does she feel about it? Um, she's very supportive. She kind of grew up around it too. Um, there was a time about halfway through my racing career, it got a little iffy. I got into a pretty bad wreck and they both of my parents actually weren't too sure about letting me race again. Uh, it was pretty bad, but the doctor said they couldn't take that passion away. They didn't want to either. They were just very worried. But um, now that I am in a full-size car, it's a little bigger, a little safer. Mm -hmm. um, we all feel more comfortable now. Yeah, you know, my granddaughter started with quarter midgets. And then my one granddaughter moved up to like a front-wheel drive car. And really, I feel she's a lot safer in that than she was when she was in her quarter midget and not that she ever got hurt but she used to hang her arm out over the over the side of the car and just you know now i feel like she's much more enclosed and safer so that's probably how they feel those trucks are built very safe aren't they they are yes i think being in something bigger bigger roll cage and all that um mm -hmm. definitely helps how they're feeling about the safety wise and then um, full containment seats are great these ones don't go over as much too so my mom likes that part of it <laughs> yeah exactly that's the scary part yes. so what is your truck number and how did you pick it my number is 21 um, it's actually my mom's birthday, but it came on the truck. I've been number 91 my whole racing career. Um, that one came on my very first car, and it kind of stuck throughout all the years. And then this year, I decided I want to stick with the 21. Just some fresh number, fresh luck type of thing, and it's doing pretty well. So. Okay, that's awesome. So, um, and what color is your truck? This one is a neon yellow, neon yellow and white. Um, again, my whole racing has always been pink, pink everything. Um, that kind of got us in some trouble, I think. So we're trying to stay a little more neutral now. <laughs> okay. All right. So that's one of my questions I was going to ask you. So how are there very many girls that you race against in the truck series? And then in this class, there are, yeah. Um, there's three of us right now. Um, for last season, she actually did very well. She kind of got me into it. Her name is Shelby Fry, and we are really good friends. Mm -hmm. um, I'm still friends with a lot of the girls out there now. Um, I do miss Shelby being out there, but we race really well together. Um, yeah, I love other girls out there with me. That's good. That's good to hear. I know Shelby Fry, so that's interesting. <laughs> okay, perfect. Yeah. So what do your friends think about you racing? Like your roommate, I know you're in college, your high school friends. What did they think that you were a race car driver? They're all so shocked as soon as they hear. Um, they always say they would never expect that out of me. Um, that's kind of most everyone's perspective on it. But um, once they get to know me and go to the races and stuff, they think it's really awesome and they love being around it too. So do they come and watch you very often? 
Um, with it being so far, not too often, but they definitely come out a couple times and try to support. Okay. All right. So um, do you have any marketing partners that you would like to uh, mention here on the show? Yes. So um, the Helmet Center is a store here down in Glendale, and they sell everything from helmets to motorcycle parts. They work on motorcycles and everything. They've actually been working with me since I got my first um, car, actually, when I was seven. And then um, BRW Truck Repair uh, is actually my dad's business, but they help out a lot. Um, another great uh, small business that's doing well, and we love to support them, and they support us. Okay, good. So who helps you with your car? I'm sure your dad, but do you have anybody else that consistently comes and helps with the car? Yeah, so it mostly is me and my dad doing all the work. We are a pretty small team. But um, my boyfriend's dad, Pete Boyle, actually helps a ton. And we met through racing when I was seven. And then um, me and his son, Jake Boyle, started dating when I was 12. So almost six years now. So he's back in North Carolina. So his dad is always out helping me at the track while he's away. Okay. And so is he still involved in racing? He is, yes. He actually just got a truck as well. Um, he can only do it when he's back home, mostly for the summers and stuff. But, yeah, he loves it. And he's going for a motorsports management degree. So oh. we're both very involved in the racing, yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a, a good job to get into. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So when you're at the starting line with your truck, what are you thinking? What's going through your head? Um, about that time is when I'm getting most of my uh, adrenaline and aggression building up. Um, I'm just ready to get out there. Um, passing cars is definitely going through my head. Just pass, 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 visualizing the starts and all that. Um, definitely one of the most exciting moments of the race, building up to it. Okay. So you mostly race at Tucson now, but is there a track that you really want to race at sometime in the near future? Yes, um, Irwindale would be the most um, like doable, I would say. Um, we do race there once in a while. Um, I would really like to go to Madeira Speedway, too, maybe mm. in a different car. That one looks very interesting. Yeah. And then lots of tracks back east I'd love to go to. I visit there a lot, but that would be in the future. <laughs> okay, all right. So do you have a favorite person? I know you mentioned Shelby. Do you have an, a favorite person that you like to race against? Um, I'd actually say my boyfriend, Jake Boyle, since we have worked together for so long racing and grew up that way. So we both know our limits and can race toe-to-toe, -to -toe, inches apart, um, be most aggressive with each other, and we love doing that. So he is one I would choose to race against any day. <laughs> okay. All right. So, you know, you're 18, you just started college. So let's say five years down the road, what is your, what is your longer term goal for your racing career? Yes. Yeah, so I'd love to just keep moving up in the cars. I want to do a couple K&N races down here. And then um, eventually I would like to move to North Carolina with my family, um, maybe do a few ARCA races. And then a long term goal would definitely to get into one or two of the Camping World Truck Series races. Okay. 
I love the truck races. I'm a big NASCAR fan. I'm a big cup fan, but I, I've really become a big fan of the, the Camping World trucks and have met several of the drivers and I really enjoy those races a lot. <clears throat> so what do you look forward to the most on race day? I love qualifying. That's probably one of my favorite parts about it. Um, qualifying, I've always done pretty well at, just the concentration that it requires and being smooth. Um, I do get very nervous leading up to it, but it is one of my favorite parts. And then I also love the starts of the races. They're the most aggressive parts for me, and I do love that. And then something new that I've never done until this car would be the meet and greets. So I actually love doing that um, every race. I look forward to it. Um, meeting all the fans out there and everything is something I love to do, but I've never done that in any of my other racing. So that's still pretty new, and I always look forward to it. Okay. So do you have a lot of little girls that come up to you and want to be a race car driver like you? I do, yes. That's probably one of my favorite parts of meet and greet. I love seeing that and encouraging them to do that. Um, I always want them to sit in my car and they just get the brightest smiles on their face and it's a great thing to experience. Yeah, that's very cool. So um, have you ever had a mother or a dad come up to you and say, my little girl wants to race, you know, what advice would you give her? I do, yes. That happens often, actually. Um, I definitely tell her to go for her dreams. Anything is possible. And she can definitely do it. There's nothing stopping her out there. And there's so many females in the sport today. Um, there's no difference when you put the helmet on. So definitely go for your dreams. Okay, very good. So do you have a routine on race day? Do you always eat the same thing? Do you always do, you know, you put your clothes on the same way? You have a favorite shirt? How about? Actually, no. I try to stay as uh, far away from superstitions as possible. When I was younger, of course, I'd always want to eat the same waffles and, again, wear the same shirt and that kind of stuff. But as I've grown up a little, I've been trying to stay away and knowing that that's not what's winning me races. <laughs> okay. All right. That's good. I have some girls that always have, you know, they have their favorite socks and things. But overall, mostly – Mostly not. Mostly uh, it's, it's just getting out there and getting mentally prepared for the yes. car and not what you have on, right? Correct, yes. So, Sarah, we met through Facebook, which is how I've met most of the wonderful ladies that I've interviewed. So social media, let's talk about that a little bit. How do you use social media to market yourself if you do? And how do you feel about social media uh, tied in with racing? Yes, yeah, so um, I'm on a lot of different social media. I actually just got a Facebook a little bit ago, so I'm still trying to figure that one out. But I do have an Instagram and Twitter. And um, Twitter is something I use a lot for racing, along with the Facebook, as I'm learning that. Um, I learn a lot of things off Twitter. Um, a lot of NASCAR drivers and racers have it. Um, you learn a lot about different events going on, and I love posting pictures of my racing and results and keeping not only family, but the sponsors updated and stuff like that, and that's a great way to communicate to a lot of people in a short amount of time, so I do love Twitter and Facebook a lot. 
Okay, that's good to know. Yeah, Twitter is, it seems to be, Twitter is where the race car drivers seem to hang out the most, at least that I've noticed. Um, so I'm, I'm a big Facebook person, but I'm learning um, to do Twitter more and more, and then Instagram as well, because a lot of the younger girls have Instagram that race and so I'm I'm having to branch out a little bit besides my Facebook yes <laughs> so in addition to you know the career that you hope to have and, and the racing goals do you have a bucket list or anything on there that you'd want to share about um I would say traveling the world um traveling with a race team would be really nice and amazing but uh, I definitely want to see many more parts of the world and more cultures and maybe do some mission trips and things like that. So that's on the bucket list. Um, I love anything adrenaline. So uh, lots of crazy bucket list things, just skydiving, stratosphere jumping and stuff like that as well. Okay. You're much braver than I. I <laughs> my friends all skydived and I stayed on the ground and filmed it. And that's where oh, I was happy. <laughs> <laughs> I like to fly in an airplane, but I don't want to jump out of one. So Right. <laughs> yeah. So can you tell me, in your opinion, what does it mean to be a successful race car driver? Yes, um, I think a lot of factors play into that question. Um, unfortunately, money can play a big part of it, trying to get into good equipment, um, fast rides, doing the best you can that way. But also the dedication, hard work it takes, um, not only on the track, but off as well, trying to get those marketing deals, um, working hard in the gym to always be ready for those endurance races and things like that. And then um, just working on your own car and learning about what everything does to get you well prepared for the race and working on it and adjustments and talking to your crew chief and trying to build that relationship. So um, I think a lot of factors play in, but there's so many successful racers out there. So it's good to learn from. Excellent. So you talked about, you know, going to the gym and physical fitness is a big part of it. A lot of people don't really um, connect the two that a race car driver needs to be in good physical shape, but, but you do. Do you want to explain a little bit about why that is like the longer races? Yes, of course. Uh, especially in Arizona in the heat of the summer, um, the temperatures do get up to the 115 mark sometimes when we're racing. So um, you have to be prepared for that. Lots of cardio work going in to be prepared and not get overheated. Um, days prior, really hydrating more than you would even think you would need to is a big key here. Um, when I was in go-karts, actually, I took so much force on my body with not being in like a five-point harness or anything. Um, so back then, fitness was a huge deal. Um, same now, we get power steering now, so that's nice, but definitely still a toll on your body. So keeping up with the physical aspect of it is a big deal. Okay. So um, you're going to college and you enjoy racing. What other things do you like to do like in the off season or just um, outside of racing? Yeah, so actually the gym is a huge part of my life. I try to get there almost every day, about six days a week or so. Um, it's just a great stress reliever for me, especially being in college. Um, 
Right now, we actually race a little less than we have prior. We only do about 14 shows a year. And since I was seven, I've been used to about 27 shows a year. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely a big adjustment. But I'm always in the garage with my dad. We like at least working on the car and making it the best we can and being prepared so no crazy things happen to the car that could have been prevented. And then just spending time with my family, going to the lake, doing fun things like that when we have the time. Okay. So you don't often think about Arizona having a lake. So what kind of a, where do you go to the lake in Arizona? Yes, there's a few out here. Um, we go to one Lake Pleasant a lot. Um, we used to have jet skis, so we would do that. Um, a little bit of cliff jumping once in a while. And then um, they have like the tallest water slides out there actually. So that was a good time. We like doing that for sure. Okay. All right. I hadn't thought about the water slides. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. And in Arizona, you definitely need to be around the water, don't you? Yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So um, the let's talk a little bit more about your what you're going to school for. I, that just really interests me because I haven't heard that much about it. Um, what got you interested in doing that? I was actually in a really bad wreck when I was 13. Um, and all I wanted to do is get back in the car. Um, I didn't remember any of the incident or anything. I was flown from Prescott to Phoenix Children's, which is about an hour and a half away. Um, so I don't remember the whole weekend, but all I knew is I want to get back in the car and keep going. When I did get in the car, though, um, I'd be crying. I was scared of the other cars, scared of the walls. Uh, I'd be going really slow when I thought I was going fast. There's a scene of that in Talladega Nights that was basically the exact same thing happening to me. Yeah. But um, that's definitely my passion. I didn't want to give it up. So we got connected with a sports psychologist. And he just kind of helped with those mental blocks and got me back to the racer I once was. That never went away. So he was just getting that back out of me. So very thankful for him and doing that. And that kind of made me realize I wanted to get into that field um, and help other athletes like me who want to continue that passion. But maybe have had something traumatic that kind of knocked him out of it for a little bit. Okay. That's, that's really very interesting. So I, that's, like I said, that's the first I've heard of that kind of a career. So I was just curious, you know, how you came, how you came to want to do that. Very cool. So um, in the trucks, you're on asphalt. How much different is that than racing dirt? It is very different. Um, you have to be a lot more controlled and smoother with all your movements. Um, gas and brake, a lot more controlled. Um, these go around a lot quicker than the dirt sometimes. Um, I definitely use some of what I've learned in dirt, in the asphalt car and vice versa, for sure. Um, I was always more of a smooth dirt racer, so that kind of transferred to the asphalt, which is good. But um, definitely learned how to save a car when it's about to go around and stuff like that um, through the dirt. So they kind of cross over with the techniques you use, but um, very different for sure. Okay. All right, that's, that's I, I've heard, you know, and I've watched mostly asphalt where I live. It's mostly asphalt tracks. We do have a dirt track about an hour away, so I don't get there very often. But I have gone to more dirt races this year than ever just because I've connected with some people that race dirt, and I went to watch them race. And it was actually 
really, really cool. And I think I could get really hooked on going to the dirt track races, except for how dirty it is. <laughs> yes. But I really have started to become a bigger fan of the dirt track races. And you mentioned Madera Speedway. MAV TV has a lot of races on there from Madera. So I've been able to watch quite a few people, you know, race. And there's a lot of girls that race out there, like in the junior late models and that. So it's been kind of fun. So I hope you get to that track because I think you'd enjoy it. So Sarah, I'm, I'm out of, not totally out of questions, but pretty much. What's your uh, best finish that you've had? Um, in this car, this is our first season in it, like I said. But Saturday, I actually got my best finish in this one. And that's second. So we led uh, most of the race, actually, and not the right lap, unfortunately. But, um, yeah, we were really excited about that and want to keep that momentum going and get that win here soon. Okay, well, that's good. So when's your next race? Um, that's a funny question, actually. I'm missing the next one, which I never miss races. I hate <laughs> doing that. But I'm actually going to Charlotte this weekend, and I am – participating in a charity go-kart race event put on by Sherry Pollux, which is Martin Truex Jr.'s girlfriend, of course. Yeah. And I'm actually racing on her team, so that's going to be a really cool event. Um, we hope to have a lot of people out there to be racing. It'll be a good time. Then I'm actually um, going to stay in Charlotte for a little bit and go to the Robo race just to yeah. watch and see how that goes. So um, my next race is over that weekend. And I'm missing that one, but um, we'll be back in October, so. Okay. That's going to be a lot of fun. One, I'm so, uh, I love Sherry. She's um, a great example. I'm a, I'm a cancer survivor as well, and so I can kind of relate to a lot of things that she talks about and goes through. And she does so much for raising, raising money for cancer, so I'm, I'm glad to hear you're going to be there and be on her team. That's going to be a lot of fun. And then the Roval, that's a brand new. Who knows what to expect from that race, right? Yes, exactly. That'll be exciting to watch history being made there. Um, I'm glad Charlotte didn't get too, uh, too torn up by that hurricane. Um, but, yes, I'm very excited to be on Sherry's team. She's such an encouraging woman. Um, my mom as well is a cancer survivor. So we've been working hard these past few weeks to uh, – raise as much money as we can, and I'm so excited to be working with her. Well, you're going to need to post some things on Facebook and Twitter about that, and I'll, and I'll be watching yeah. so that I can see how, how you do and what's going on. So, um, Sarah, is there anything else that I haven't asked you about that you would like to share, maybe something I've missed about your race career or your family or your future, anything at all? Um, I think that pretty much covers most things. Um, I can't wait to see where we go in the next few years. We're definitely working very hard as a team, me and my dad, um, always looking to move forward. So I can't wait to see where we end up. Okay. So why don't you let people know how they can follow you on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever you have. Yes, for sure. So my Facebook is just my name, Sarah Houston. Um, I am learning to post more and more on there. And then my Twitter is at SarahHouston91. Um, that's pretty easy to remember, just my name and car number. And then my Instagram is underscore SHouston underscore. 
Okay. All right. So write those down, get on and follow Sarah on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And I'm definitely going to do that. I don't think I'm following you yet on Twitter. So I'm going to do that. And uh, I want to follow what you're doing, not only just in your, your truck, but also in the next few weeks when you're in Charlotte, that's going to be a, a fun thing for you to do and for you to share with your followers. So um, Sarah, I appreciate that you reached out and that we were able to meet on Facebook. We are definitely going to meet face to face here one of these days. Next time I come to Arizona, that's always fun for me to get to meet the ladies in person. It, it just, um, you become fast friends uh, after that. So um, good luck in the rest of the season. Good luck when you're in Charlotte. That's going to be fun. And we will see you soon. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity to talk to you. It was great. Thank All you. All right. Thank you, Sarah.